makes it to Monday, July 11th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, anchoring the entire evening newscast while blackout drunk, plus swimming in a sea of cow poop, dating a woman who likes the taste of dirty, sweaty socks, and coming down with a bad case of the Starbucks chicken shits. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Cheryl Murkowski reading another Craigslist personal ad. I suck, you shit, I tongue clean, evil, 63 burnt cow. Great looking, in shape, mature, disc free, pervert. Looking for disc free, hiv nag, cock guy, 49 plus. No young guys, please. I've done this a few times before. Slowly sucking cock as the guy is sitting on the bull. Taking a shit. I'll make you come and swallow the load. And then I'll use my tongue to clean your hole. When you get up instead of toilet paper. Yeah, I'll drink any piss you can produce also. Tired of plain vanilla? Send description of yourself. A photo gets serious attention. Please don't waste your time with silly one-liners. I won't answer them. I'm a hot pervert looking for same on receiving and available most weekdays. P.S. You must host during the day. Won't play any endless email games. We will have to talk on the phone. I'm serious. If you are too, send a serious reply. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Rape my boy pussy. Rape my boy pussy. Oh, it's shit all over your face, baby. That's the best way to do it. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I just want to say, how dare you? Yes, Tim Henson starting off a new week. Programs got a great show for you today. And of course, got to say thanks to Cheryl Murkowski for once again reading a Craigslist personal ad for me. You know, anytime we play Cheryl Murkowski, I get emails from people, rude emails, really saying, what's wrong with that man's voice? First of all, Cheryl is a woman. She's in her 20s. She happens to be a heavy smoker, and she's only got three-fourths of a lung left. So congratulations. You are an ableist asshole. Jam that baby maker deep inside my man cunt. Despite the way she sounds, she is a very feminine, sexually aggressive modern lady. Due to her seven-pack-a-day habit, while she uh, lost a good portion of her lungs, she's still extremely thin. One of the great side effects uh, of smoking. It's um, uh, an appetite suppressant of sorts. Anyway, that's Cheryl Murkowski. Thank you very much, Cheryl. Hey, Tim, honey. It's Cheryl Murkowski, one of your underage listeners. Fine. I'm 25, but I have the pubes of a 10-year-old and the prolapsed ass cunt of a 90-year-old. So add it together, and I'm just like those little children that call and turd your show. I do not have underage children calling into my show. I understand you've been very busy trying to get some uh, last-minute abortions scheduled, you know, before those are completely wiped out. I find it odd that you you schedule multiple abortions in advance, and you know, you're anticipating abortions. I just had another abortion towards... 
hot and messy, so I always hear people calling and trying to be sexy on your show, usually the women's, so I thought I'd give it a crack. Oh, Timmy, oh yeah, you make me feel so smoky, you make me push out my ass cuddly ups. Stretch them over my knuckles and shave the ingrown pubes from the outstretched lips. Oh yeah, Timmy, work this thing, work this goddamn shaver, work it inside my cunt. Oh, come on, Timmy, come on. Oh, oh. I queefed, I mean came. I was barely a part of that. You just sort of took over. I kind of feel violated. Didn't want to do that to your pussy. Shave your ingrown cunt hair. Listen, well, thank you very much, Cheryl Murkowski, for the update. Cheryl's doing well. Stay smoky. Okay, well, there you go. If you're new to the program and have never heard Cheryl Murkowski, the last few minutes should uh, tell you all you need to know, really. Well, again, I hope you all had a great weekend. I didn't. I don't think I've had a good weekend here in Cincinnati since we moved like three or four years ago. I hate this town. It's loud, stinky. There's lots of weird people around. I haven't even really been able to explore Cincinnati for the, because the last like two and a half years we've been in this pandemic. I still refuse to leave the house. Every time I do leave the house, I fucking get a flat tire. I've mentioned this on the podcast. We've talked about how I just get nails and stuff in my car. It's like my tires all the time. Lord Douche got a nail stuck in his car uh, earlier this week. And today, while I was out trying to get my coffee, my tire exploded. Now, it was kind of my fault because <laughs> I'm such a bad driver. I scraped it against a curb or something. Well, there was a big car next to me and the roads are so fucking narrow. I was trying to give, you know, his Tacoma XL Hummer H2 Avalanche, whatever the fuck he was driving, enough space so I wouldn't hit him. So I'm, like, trying to creep on over, and I uh, I kind of scrape the, my wheel on the side of the, the curb and pop. And last time this happened, it was in the middle of the night, and I just called, I don't remember, my insurance or, you know, some tow thing to, like, come and fix my tire for me. Because I'm a princess. I don't want to be getting on my knees for that. But I was like, it's going to take hours for them to just to come and change the tire. So it, and, and it was in the middle of the day. So I was like, OK, I'm going to pull over onto a side street and uh, change the tire myself or put the little, you know, spare on. I didn't realize, though, that the side street that I turned on was on kind of an incline. And um, you got to be very careful when you're jacking up your car and it's on an incline. It's, it's going to want to roll back. Luckily, crisis was averted. Those parking brakes come in handy. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to make an appointment with the tire people. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to drive there. And then however long it takes, it takes. I need a new tire now. For some fucking reason, though, tire places are closed on Sunday. I guess people don't get flats typically on Sunday. Fuck them. Fuck Cincinnati. Fuck the world. The world sucks. My life sucks. Fuck my life, folks. Fuck my life. Fuck my life. And you know what else, folks? Fuck the lambs! Fuck the lambs! Fuck the lambs! I'm right there with you, fat man. Oh, it's good to hear from him. Fuck the lambs! Fuck the lambs! Fuck the lambs! Fuck the lambs! Oh, folks. Back here again. And I'm fucking pissed. The world sucks. My life sucks. Fuck these goddamn videos, and I'm fucking sick of making them. Fuck the lambs! 
those of you who may be too new, the fat man was a YouTuber who was just known for being fat and disgusting. He would like eat bowls of gravy on cam and stuff. He was really one of the original mukbangers. He crawled so people like Nikocado Avocado could walk. He probably stopped making videos, I don't know, 15 years ago or something. He is still remembered fondly. Back in 2018, someone actually uh, called Fat Man's household and spoke to him for a second. So he was alive as of four years ago. Here's hoping he one day returns to YouTube where he rightfully belongs. Uh, here's a little bit from uh, probably the greatest Fat Man video where he tries to drink some wine. He can't get the cork out. So he's jamming it with a knife and his dad walks in. Make sure corks you. Ah, yeah, folks. Fuck me. This is going farther in. Shit. Keep fucking with you'll fuck it up. Yeah. Damn you, listen, you fucker. I love that his dad has the exact same voice as Fat Man. It's all high pitch. Fucking you fucker! Fucking when I go fucking up! Damn you, listen, you fucker! Now, she's got beer with me. Well, get back up if you do that, Chris. Oh, shit. Chris! Then leave it alone while I find your corkscrew. And I'll take my time doing it. Get me a goddamn corkscrew. I fucking break your neck, you keep bothering me. Don't trick me on the internet! Leave that alone till I find you something. Now you're taking my act. Now you're gonna get me trick me on the internet. You're gonna get peaceful for your drinking is no good anyways. Stop hollering. Use your head then. You don't take a nice open act. It's not gonna work, is it? No, it's not, so stop doing it! If I have to hit you to fucking hear me and listen! Chris apparently was uh, truly a beloved figure on the internet because there are so many mirrors uh, of these videos. Uh, people have just uploaded the complete Fat Man archive. Here he is eating tacos and three jars of gravy. This makes me want Taco Bell. I want Taco Bell tacos and I want to dunk them in gravy. Hey, pull out of this. You need a full meal of my supreme fatness. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are fascinated with the train wreck that is Nikocado Avocado, just do a search on YouTube for Fat Man. You can watch him down in jars of gravy, getting like dripping gravy onto his tits. It's great. That's six dollars down, folks. We're half done. How are you? I'm gonna wash it down with a little gravy now. <laughs> okay. What a fun little walk down memory lane this has been. A little more gravy? Look, look, a little more gravy. Mmm. Gravy, folks. He doesn't even warm it up. It's just like cold gravy out of a jar. Heinz. All right, well, there you go. That's the fat man, everybody. All right, let's move on to some new content now. I have got some great audio of a news anchor who is completely wasted on the air. I don't know how she managed to swing this. She says in one of the clips that she's doing a, a double shift today. I guess that means hosting the midday and the evening news or something. Somewhere in between, she threw a few back. And whatever the hell she was drinking, it was strong. The trouble starts the second she appears on screen. She like she just looks like she's been drinking. She's a little disheveled. Her hair's a little crazy. You can really tell though as soon as she opens her mouth. 
developing now. We're learning of a mass. Okay, so far so good. Like first couple words, developing now. Okay, we got some breaking news. You could even almost explain away her disheveled look. Like, oh my God, there's breaking news. She's been working, running around the newsroom, getting the story. She didn't have time for makeup and hair. She's got to bring us the news, man. She's enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. What she's enthused about is the half-price happy hour specials at Chewy's Mexican Grill. That's where she spent her afternoon and evening and early night. She made it back to the station, though, for the evening newscast. Let's again hear her in action. Developing now, we're learning of a massive explosion and large fire at a one oak plant in Medford, Oklahoma. It is the Oklahoma is the location of a natural gas terminal that moves natural gas through Kansas and Texas. You see, massive underground stores of gas are at risk. Evacuations have been ordered for the town of Medford, Oklahoma, with uh, unknown fatalities, injuries at this at this and injuries are unknown at this situation. <laughs> All right. So, well, hello. Good afternoon. Like I was telling you this morning, if you watched us this morning, starting at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., I told you, you know what, today, what a beautiful day outside. It is just. What a beautiful day for some gas line fatalities. Amazing. We're, we're done with that story, by the way. She's moved on. She wants to talk about what a beautiful day it was. To, guys, let me just tell you, it's so beautiful. I was telling you it's going to be a beautiful day today. It's, it's so nice out. If you watched us this morning, starting at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., I told you, you know what, today, what a beautiful day outside. It is just amazing. And so, a great time for outdoor uh, music. The Powers Park Concert Series kicking off this afternoon. It's a celebration of the 250th anniversary of the village of Lansingburg. Is that what she was celebrating? Now, but they're going to like do this throughout August, yeah, but it's like, just today's a very special event, and I just can't tell you how much I love this Powers Park event. And we got there early because they started at 2 p.m., and it was host to numerous concerts throughout the day and like so we start very rarely do you hear news anchors say and like let me just tell you it was so much fun and like there were so many cars just read the teleprompter read the teleprompter the problem is when you get drunk you're trying to sort of over like you know you're drunk and you're trying to overcompensate by playing it cool and casual so she's not just gonna read the teleprompter and slur her way through that she's gonna pepper what she has to say with you know some ad-libbing which can only go well for someone who's totally fucking blasted out of her mind look i never want to wish for something super tragic like another 9-11 to happen however if it has to happen i want the anchor to be drunk when she reports on it tragedy has struck new york city once again as a plane struck a building oh my god i was in the building once is that the Empire Street Building? They had a hall there with a bachelor. We had a bachelorette party there one. Anyway, a plane hit that building and a bunch of over a thousand people died. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> hit the button. Investigators are still on the scene. 
Meteorologist Greg Daniels is here. Oh my God, it was such a beautiful day today. It's clear skies. I don't know why a plane would even hit a building on a day like this. It's not time for the weather. Oh, I'm sorry. Full team coverage of a terrorist. This terrorist attack after a commercial for Applebee's. Okay, let's get back to the real drunk anchor. She was there for the entire broadcast, by the way. There was no one else in the building who could read off of a teleprompter. The meteorologist was there. He should have just took over hosting duties. Also, people from all over the Northeast. Don't read too fast, honey. You're going to slur. Also, people from all over the Northeast and beyond have fought to uh, downtown Schenectady since the um, Van Gogh exhibit since uh, hit, hit here more than a month ago. Schenectady officials say the attraction has brought tens of thousands to the area just a month ago. All right, so our local CBS 6's Emma Quinn, she's so amazing. Oh my God, I love Emma! She spoke with local businesses and, she, and <laughs> as well as Discover Schenectady about the Discover impact that it's bringing to downtown uh, Schenectady. Emma was there with her little Van Gogh report and afterwards, Drunky McShot Face was back on the camera. All right. Thank you so much, Emma, for that report. You I know- love you, Emma. <laughs> I love Emma. She's so great. All right. Thank you so much, Emma, for that report. You know, the exhibit is uh, open until August, okay. so you can still check that out. Discover Schenectady. You should really check that out. They do so many good things in Schenectady. <laughs> the leaders there, they are hopeful that that exhibit's going to bring even more events and exhibits to the area in the future. Okay. And so moving on tonight is we have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening. <laughs> Yeah, tell us like the other news. Moving on tonight is we have to tell you also. Guys, I have to tell you about like the other news in the world, international and stuff. You know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area sure. uh, in the nation. Sure. A four, uh, let me tell you about this. A four-year-old girl is actually. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, tell us about. The tragedy of this four-year-old girl. What'd you do, drown? Caught on fire? Uh, let me tell you about this. A four-year-old girl is actually dead. Another man is clinging to life after shooting in Ohio. Ohio. She's trying to pull it together there. What's this next clip? More than 50 million people across the country, southeast, are under warnings for excessive heat. And boy, don't you know that? 105 degrees in Texas today. I just spoke with my mother. That's what she's dealing with. It's a major heat wave. And it is, it's, it's just heading everywhere. We're so lucky. It's only 80 degrees here. We are really lucky here in the capital region. I mean, let me tell you about that. These areas yes. are reaching such areas. I mean, it's Houston, Austin, San Antonio. I mean, they're not expected. It has happened. Like, you don't need us telling you that it's bad. <laughs> We're the news. That's what you're supposed to do. It's like, like people are being told to like stay inside, drink a lot of water. And we are just lucky. This weekend right here is so amazing. Uh, uh, meteorologist <laughs> Craig Adams is right here. Right here. Oh. I'm sorry, Craig oh. Adams. Why did I say that?
Of course. Because you're drunk. Clearly, like you're we're taking a live look over uh, downtown Albany. And, and of course, just like me, meteorologist Craig Gold is working a double shift. Oh, and she got the name of the meteorologist wrong. So um, he's in. And we've been, we've been tracking this. And, you know, we've been talking about just like what it's been like across the country. Holy and shit. the different reasons that why it's so hot in other areas. And we're having really nice weather here. So let's get over to uh, Craig Gold. Weather, man. How does it work? Hey, yep, Craig. All right. Good evening, Heather. And yeah, the weather has been quite nice here across the Northeast. Yeah, across the Northeast, it's been dry. Same can't be said for you there, Heather. <laughs> I've got one more short clip. This is from the end of the broadcast. They finally cut her off. Well, she's having some technical problems. I think she tried to drink her microphone. Uh. All right, you know, tonight for more Saturday baseball, the New York Mets back in action in New York series against their National Whoa. League rival, Miami Marlins. She couldn't even you know say how New, York New York City. Series against, back in action in New York series against... Oh, maybe series, New York series? Back in action in New York series against their National League rival, Miami Marlins. No. You know how much we love the, you know, the Mets and the Yankees and all this, and we're sure. keeping you up to date. All right, and so we're talking about sports, and so as we continue, we're going to let you know what we can expect as we continue right on in to the next break. All right, you know, developing now, we are learning more of a massive <laughs> explosion. After <laughs> That was the beginning of the broadcast. I guess the teleprompter looped, and so she just kept reading. Right on in to the next break. All right, you know. The next break, it's over with. There's like a little thing saying copyright 2022. To the next break. All right, you know, developing now, we are learning more of a massive explosion. After an epic week. We learned about that a half hour ago from you. I do have an update here. Heather Kovar says exhaustion caused an erratic on-air performance. Mm -hmm. Heather Kovar has been suspended from CBS 6 Albany after appearing disoriented on Saturday's evening broadcast, a condition that she blamed on a sleep deprivation and exhaustion. It is exhausting to be that fucking drunk. The station released a statement saying Heather Kovar has been suspended pending our internal investigation. We have no further comment at this time. And then it's funny because in this news story, there's an advertisement for the Van Gogh exhibit. The same one she was talking up during the broadcast. Well, there you go. Hopefully Heather will be back on the air real soon. Uh, let's move on. I do have another piece of audio here. This is courtesy of Tim T and the Discord. Tim says this is one of the more extreme prolapse videos I've seen. Tim says there's interesting audio throughout. Let's take... I do find it interesting that the lube they're using is contained in a ketchup bottle. You know those all red and yellow bottles restaurants use for like, uh, you know, ketchup and, and mustard? That's what they're using for lube. Oh, fuck, Daddy. Fuck. Oh, my God. Fuck. Feel the guy doing the fisting really does have big biceps and he somehow manages to fit it in the hole more interesting is the conversation these two were having while the guy was being fisted apparently when he was a young boy he shoved a bowling trophy up his asshole that's what sent him down this very dark dank blown out path i don't want to see that Whoa. i don't want to see that 
That was in you. Oh, fuck. What was it, a bowling pin? Yes. Oh, a bowling pin trophy? Fuck. You were sticking up your hole? Uh-huh. When you were a little boy? Yes. It was a bowling pin trophy, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And you played with your little fuck. hole. Fuck, yeah. And you dreamt. It was never a one day. A fucking man was going to do that to us. Here you are. Here you are. The Fister also says interesting things like, uh, this is home now. My fist in your ass is home. This is home now. Fuck. Home is supposed to be a place you go to to relax. I don't think I'd be able to unwind here. Although this guy literally does unwind. And by unwind, I mean uh, his asshole falls out. I don't know if that's an unwinding motion. <sighs> Let me see it. Oh, fuck. There he is. There he is. The rosebud. There he is. There he is. Fuck. Holy fuck. This guy has so much exposed ass meat, the fister has to use uh, both of his hands to grab it. There he is. I've missed him. I've missed him. Gross. I have. There he is. Yeah, just fuck that baby. I know. Fuck. You're like, fuck you, jerking it off. <laughs> yeah, he's jerking off the the uh, inside-out asshole. <laughs> the pink sock. I make this in there. Oh, please. Oh, that's yours. Because fuck. That's, fuck. that's what we need to do. Oh. I have claimed it. Maybe it's only when you're here. Maybe it's only when you're in Palm Springs. Oh. It belongs to me. Fuck. It belongs to the rest of the world. Oh. Anywhere else. But when it's here, it's mine. Oh. I'll show it off. I'll parade it around. Yes. It gets to belong to me. He's a proud papa of this uh, prolapse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear uh, closely because there is a lot of there's a lot going on here. But he says he's going to piss in it. Fuck. It is my fucking dick. It's a pussy. Fuck. It's a pussy. Fuck. It's the prettiest Fuck. fucking pussy Fuck. I've ever seen on it. Oh my god. This is you, honey. This is you. This, this is, is you. you. This is all you, honey. This is you. This is the real you. This is you. Oh. Almost like an affirmation. The fister is very positive. This is the true you. This is who you are. Ass meat hanging out of your butthole. Too loose to suck back in. This is what we're dealing with. This is what you are. It's you. All right, a couple more real short pieces of disgusting audio. If you thought the fisting thing was bad, wait till I share with you what pajamas sent in. First up, a man uh, basically bathing in cow shit. It's a big vat. It looks like of ju- of just cow manure. <laughs> Even though no one is really talking in this clip, you you do get a sense of how much cow shit this guy is swimming in. Just by the sound. You can even hear cows in the background. Oh my god, it just... <laughs> Listen to him sloshing around. He is completely covered in poo. It's great because it's one of those videos where like nothing audio-wise is happening, but you still get a vivid idea, a vivid mental picture. It just sounds so sticky, doesn't it? Oh. 
Uh, you, you get the idea there. Finally, we may have featured this guy before. He calls himself the snot legend. And, uh, well, I mean, you pretty much can guess what he does. Just sort of blows and plays with snot. Some comments on this video include, I need to swallow all of your snot. As a dedicated snot lover, I'm in heaven. A heartfelt thanks to the guy who shared this masterpiece. Dude is sexy as fuck. Nose Guy says, slurping up that snot destroys my boner. He likes it when the snot comes out. He doesn't so much like it when the snot gets uh, sucked back in. Oh. Oh, that was the snot. Big, huge glob of snot hitting the floor. There it goes. Plop. I don't know how much of this you want or need to hear. You've probably already crossed that threshold, huh? He's just playing with snot here. Oh. Okay. Oh. A lot of times he will, uh, he'll bl blow it out of his nose and it's just hanging. And then he'll uh, suck with his mouth. And the whole string of snot will just, you know, will just disappear right in his mouth. Oh, hold on. That's a good one. Oh, my God. That is so gross. Hold on. He's got snot uh, globules hanging from both nostrils. He's sucking them in. Guy always has a cold. I mean, that's the only way he can make money, right? Selling these snot videos. It's going to always have an infection. Oh. Oh, wow. He does tricks. He's got snot coming out of both of his nose, uh, dripping far, but not completely breaking off. And then he like flips his head up and the snot goes like onto his forehead. I'm going to try to make this an animated GIF and make it today's featured image. Well, there you go. Worthy of the name Snot Legend, in my opinion. And with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. To the fucked up news. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow? What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you do, you will gain access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this since December 2004. So there are thousands and thousands of past shows for you to listen to. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week should be no different. That means tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. I wanted to do a mini program for Sideshow Freaks this past weekend. That didn't happen, so I owe you guys one. I'll be working on that sometime this week. So another little exclusive show uh, in the works for you as well. Other ways to support Distorted View, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Thank you so much to all of my patrons and you Sideshow Freaks. I do this for a living, which means I rely on you. And uh, obviously, I have the best listeners in the world because somehow, inexplicably, you have not let me down. DB is still rocking along 18 years into this wacky little experiment. Uh, so thank you so much to everyone involved. Uh, all right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Man, I am so glad I did not know about uh, Starbucks introducing a new chicken sandwich. I love trying new food, especially fast food. 
because it's cheap and usually greasy and I'm a fat fuck, I would have probably been all over this chicken sandwich. Bonus, it looks like a breakfast sandwich. It's got like chicken and egg. Yeah, and you know how I feel about breakfast sandwiches. Love them. This one, however, uh, caused explosive diarrhea. And so Starbucks is kind of walking the release of this sandwich back. You can no longer purchase it. Starbucks introduced a new chicken sandwich. How 2019, Starbucks. I mean, come on. The chicken craze was uh, years ago. By the way, has anyone found a connection between Popeye's releasing their chicken sandwich in 2019? The exact date Popeye's released the sandwich was August 12th, 2019. So we were like inching ever closer to fall of 2019. And then what happens a few months later? Coronavirus. Now, I'm not saying there's a link, but everybody lost their mind over these chicken sandwiches. Millions of people tried this thing within a matter of weeks. I don't know. I don't know where these chickens came from. Could it be China? And if so, what were these chickens potentially infected with? You know, there's just too many questions. We need to look into it. That's all. This is the type of thing I want to hear on the Alex Jones show. Not fake school shootings and crisis actors. There are real nefarious things the U.S. government is doing. And selling us COVID fucking chicken might be one of them. Alex Jones, get on that. All right, as as for the Starbucks thing, Starbucks introduced a new chicken sandwich as part of its revamped summer menu last month, but then quietly yanked it less than a week later after customers and employees alike said it made them seriously ill. Hundreds of customers and even Starbucks baristas took to social media to share their bouts with diarrhea, ting, vomiting, ting, and stomach pains after eating the new chicken, maple butter, and egg sandwich That was launched on June 21st. You may experience gas with oily discharge, increased bowel movements, an urgent need to have them, and an inability to control them. Well, that's every day of my life. How am I supposed to know if a Starbucks chicken sandwich caused that? I guess maybe it has something to do with the sheer number of people experiencing oily discharge and vomiting. All right, uh, quote, suing for the worst diarrhea of my life. I have been living in my bathroom for two days now, posted one victim on TikTok. Another person wrote, had it last Wednesday, super sick, tested positive for Campylobacter. I may have mispronounced that. Campylobacter? Food poisoning caused by raw chicken on Sunday. Some customers complained that they bit into chicken bones. Ah, While others, there's nothing grosser to me than when you're eating a chicken sandwich and you get like, uh, or, you know, whatever piece of chicken, and you get like that, like a knot, like a, a hard piece or a grisly piece. Oh, to me, nothing is more disgusting than that. Uh, Some customers complained that they bit into chicken bones, while others said the new breakfast sandwich was ice cold in the middle. Six days later, Starbucks sent out an urgent memo to store employees to immediately stop selling and to discard the sandwich. According to the memo, which was posted online by a Starbucks employee, the company also instructed workers not to donate the sandwiches. Introduced with much fanfare, the sandwich was supposed to mark Starbucks' entry into the chicken sandwich wars. In a statement, the Seattle coffee giant acknowledged that the chicken maple butter sandwich did not meet Starbucks' quality standards, and the company issued a voluntary recall and a do-not-sell order. A Starbucks employee said, It took out two of my baristas at my store. I've been dying of stomach pain all day, wrote another. Some food safety experts forecast a rise in food poisoning incidents with the pandemic waning and more people returning to restaurants that are short-staffed. P. 
people making making you food who don't know how to prepare the food. Great. Everything costs more, and now there's a greater likelihood that you're going to get food poisoning, too. What a win-win. All right, second story we have for you today. A man claims to have recently learned of his girlfriend's childhood habit of chewing on socks. It sounds to me like you're dating a dog, dude. It's only a matter of time before she's going to call you into the bathroom and ask you to tug on a sock coming halfway out of her ass. I can't shit it out. I can't tell you how many times I've had to do that to a dog. Back when I had Dobermans, one of them would eat socks constantly, which technically you're not supposed to tug on the the sock because, I don't know, it could be wrapped around their intestines or something, but the dog just looks so pathetic. They're like squatting in that shit position. And after a few minutes, they're like, "Why, why, why do I still have this shit? And they look at you. They look at their human for guidance. Like, what's happening to me? I can't poop out this turd. If you're not supposed to tug on it, what the hell are you supposed to do? You got to, like, take it to the vet, put the dog in your car with the shitty sock hanging out of it? I don't think so. The sock chewing was brought up by her cousin during a family dinner, leaving her furious. However, the unnamed man simply saw it as a silly, innocent childhood thing and didn't see any issue at all. However, he was surprised by how defensive she became after he asked her why exactly she used to do this, begging him to talk about something else. Getting nowhere with her, he eventually just changed the subject and he put the evening to the back of his mind until about a month later when he awoke early to find her with a sock stuffed in her mouth. It was the same sock she'd worn the previous day. Ew. Not only does she suck on socks, she likes she likes the, the tang of dirty socks. By the way, this reeks of like a news story that was written because someone saw a Reddit post and it's a slow news day or something. This is not news. All right. Uh, yeah, taking to Reddit. I knew it. The baffled boyfriend who goes by the username Tshaw154 wrote, She opened her eyes and saw me looking and whipped it on the floor. The damage has been done. You're going to have a hard time convincing him he didn't see what he knew he just saw. Anyway, she uh, whipped the sock on the floor and then, quote, we both acted as though nothing happened. So now, weeks later, I tried bringing it up again. She became furious. Yesterday, I said to her, if I'm kissing your mouth, I deserve to know what's been in it. On one hand, it's like, well, you know, people brush their teeth and mouthwash. We eat all sorts of disgusting stuff and then kiss one another. Tuna, asparagus, cauliflower. I don't know. What was disgusting? Fish, onions, garlic. Eventually it goes away. Still, it, I would like to know like, if my partner eats shit or something. That's a little different. Dirty socks. That, that, that's almost as bad as shit. All right. Yesterday I said to her, if I'm kissing your mouth, I deserve to know what's been in it. She got upset and ran inside the house. She came back down the stairs and said to me, I'm going to bring up something you don't like talking about if you keep asking me about this. She's being very unreasonable. I know you don't like to talk about it, but it's it's strange and we need to. All right, to be honest, I don't care if she does this, but I want to know what is the reason for the behavior and why she's refusing to let me know about it. We're super transparent about everything and it's super out of character for her. Someone replied, and I think they were kind of on his side here, you do have a right to protect your own health, and oral hygiene is something serious. Trying to understand a problem is not unusual for partners to do. 
I think the issue you face is how pushy you're being about it. I don't think he's being pushy at all. You know, he learned about this thing at a family dinner and he was curious about it. She didn't want to talk about it. Okay. He catches her with a dirty sock in her mouth and asks her about it at that time, you know, because it's relevant to what's fucking happening. And she gets pissy again. I mean, I, that's not pushy. Another person said, your feelings are totally valid, but she clearly isn't ready to talk about it. The best case scenario is she pursues therapy for whatever is causing this behavior. And you two form an agreement that she uses mouthwash before kissing you. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, we don't have any more information. There's no resolution to this story, nor do we know why she does what she does. It's obvious that she likes she just likes the taste of dirty socks for whatever reason. You're dating a freak, dude. The end. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. Guys, have you ever wanted to be on TV? Well, there's a casting call. There, there's there's a small catch. Well, a big catch, actually. You got to have a huge cock. UK producers are scouting for well-endowed men for a forthcoming documentary. Quote, we'd like to speak to people about their positive and negative experiences of having a large penis or being with someone who has one. Reads the casting call. I was posted online by Spun Gold, the producers of the documentary Too Large to Love. The British series will reveal the harsh realities of living with a monster member. A recent survey found that nearly half of the male population wish they had a bigger penis. So, a bigger penis, a better life, right? Well, not always. A brand new documentary is to discuss the hidden problems of living with a very large penis, how it affects all aspects of life, including your sex life, and what help is there for those in need? If you uh, want to be considered for the show, you got to be over the age of 18. It can be any ethnicity or sexuality. You'll need to be willing to discuss the subject in a manner that will be appropriate for general adult audiences. While nudity will be involved in the production, freeing the penis on screen is not a requirement for accepted applicants. Anytime a large dick news story is published, they got to get a statement from Jonah Falcon or at least mention him. Uh, New York's Jonah Falcon claims to have the world's largest penis uh, clocking in or cocking in at 13.5 inches when erect. He says he's sick and tired of being asked to whip it out. Dude, that's the only thing you're known for. We don't care about your thoughts regarding geopolitical matters. You know what we want from you. I'm sick and tired of having people wanting me to measure it in front of them. The Brooklyn-born actor fumed during a 2021 interview of ITV's This Morning. I've done it 10,000 times. Enough already. By the way, there is growing controversy online about Jonah Falcon. They think he's a fraud. I was, uh, I did a search like in, on Reddit to see if I could find a picture of him. Cause I really, cause I remember seeing Jonah Falcon's dick and I remember, oh, it's, it's big, but I didn't think it was world record big. And sure enough, the first post that pops up is how the fuck did Jonah Falcon get the record? Everyone here knows he's full of shit. But why has no one actually verified his claims? This is in the subreddit Big Dick Problems, which is a real thing. 236,000 members of Big Dick Problems. Someone replied that he was naked on an HBO show called Private Dicks. That's when he started to spread the claims that he had like a 13 and a half inch cock. And uh, the thing is, he looks impressive flaccid. So people see that and they're like, well, I guess it's conceivable he has a 13 and a half inch dick when hard, but no one's ever just fucking taken a measuring tape to it. 
Come on, for as often as we've seen Jonah Falcon in the news whenever there's a big dick story, someone has to verify this stuff. Where is the media's journalistic integrity, for Christ's sakes? I'll do it. Get him over here. I've got a sneaking suspicion he uh, he would agree to it, but then it'll be like, well, I don't know if I can get hard in front of you. It's shy. Maybe that's how he explains it away. Hmm, I'm going to have to look into this further. My big research project for the day. Big dicks. This is what you freaks pay me for. Thank you. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show, yada, yada, yada. Don't forget about the Discord. That's where all the freaks hang out. All right, let's do a couple real quick voicemails here. Yes. Hey, Kim. Hi. It's the Stale Kaiser Royal. Oh, the Stale Kaiser Roll. From a couple episodes of DV back in uh, 2005 or 2006. No one's going to remember you. Actually, it's Chris Aiello. Hi. Chris Aiello! I don't know if anybody has mentioned it yet, but I'm pretty sure we're sharing, we're all sharing in something real beautiful. Like all the wacky clips that you play on the show, like find their way into my, my everyday life. Like I listen to the show and I hear the way that you say words like Gary. And all right, you know, like, uh, 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 like uh, a part of like not poop from there. Not right now, you don't. Club, you know, Stuff like that. Real special. Uh, so that actually brings me to my next point. So um, I, I'm a huge TV freak, as my guess. You know, I did write a whole fucking song about it. Yeah, so, I, I have to just mention again now that I have you on the line how much I absolutely. Adore that. I love it so much. Thank you so much for recording that uh, that song. Someone was just uh, asking about it a couple days ago. They wanted me to play it. The uh, You Know You're a Freak song. You know you're a freak when you can be deep. You know, that song. Uh, there's, there's a phrase that you always use in the way you say it. Like, it, uh, we're doing real, real good, you know? And uh, I always find myself saying that. Like, and I don't know where you got it from. You're going to do real good like that. Like, real good. Sure never I don't know where I got that from. On the show. And so, I have to uh, think about that. Is, yeah, that's real fuck good. What is that from? Dude, do you freaks know where I got that from? Was it from a clip or something many years ago? Real good. Yeah, we're doing real good. I, I, I feel like I should remember what that's from. It's from something. It's gonna go you probably right. don't remember it because no. you don't remember anything. That's right. I don't. That's why I'm show. so happy I have this show because I can just say things to you. Like, what? Freaks, help me out. <laughs> remember this for me. Oh, which is you guys are like an extension of my brain. When this show ends, I guarantee you, I will fall into dementia. You're the only thing keeping me from like um, uh, an old person home, right? <laughs> Suffering from Alzheimer's. There is something. It's from something. Oh, that's going to drive me crazy now. Ah! I just want to eat an useless cut. <laughs> what the hell was that? What is it? I just want to eat. Oh, I just want Deke. That's the Deke child, I think. to be a flaming homosexual yet even though he's in his 30s now he still retains that same voice 
Deek. I want Deek. Got that big twink energy. I just want Deek. 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 <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Uh, let's do one more short voicemail here. Hey, Tim. It's Great Big Pete here. Uh, just calling to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, what are the best uh, soda pops for diabetics? I don't know. I'm not diabetic. Can you tell me what the best soda pop is for a diabetic person? I feel like you're asking that question to be a dick. <laughs> and uh, For a diabetic person? But I'm not diabetic, I so okay, I, I couldn't help you there. I will say this. I hear that Diet Dr. Pepper, it tastes pretty good for a, for a diet drink. And I may just be saying that because it, that's what they say in the advertisement. <laughs> I think I'm just regurgitating some lines from the commercial. Like, Diet Dr. Pepper tastes more like real Dr. Pepper than any other diet drink. But give it a shot if you're a fan of Dr. Pepper. I don't know. Any diabetics out there have some opinions? I hate all diet drinks. Even stuff that is diet but uh, sweetened naturally, like with that stevia shit, I hate it. It all tastes like dirty asshole to me. Thank you. That's all. Except, surprisingly, Butthole Cola, the soda that's supposed to taste like ass. The diet version of that just, uh, I don't know, I get a lot of grape notes. Truly bizarre. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 Oh, God. You know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area. Spread the distortion STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to give us a five star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review these shows. If you're Sideshow members, I'll see you back tomorrow. Otherwise, you'll have to wait until Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Sit and eat a whole plate of chicken nuggets without vomiting Or laugh till you cry when little babies die And think all old people should be euthanized But how does it feel to be in love with Timmy Yeah, how does it feel to have a distorted view? It feels fucking fantastic, man Like only your prolapse has come Instead of being scarred, you laugh at crazy ethnic people too. You know you really shouldn't, but yeah, do do do. How does it feel to be in love with Sydney Blue? Yeah, how does it feel to have a distorted view? It feels fucking fantastic, man. Like only you prolapse has come drown. Damn tree up your
Scribe.net.